entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are live from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast, as always, for this amazing setup and sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you definitely need to check out what they have going on. Contact them today for a free consultation. And if you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me and the guests so this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, we have another great episode lined up for you. This guest and I have been connected virtually via LinkedIn. Our opportunity generation department at Height does a great job on LinkedIn and getting my network out to more people, which is where this guest and I originally connected. He and I had a brief call last month just to learn a little bit more about each other and discuss him coming on the podcast. I knew he had a great story, and I'm excited to learn more about him and have him share his entrepreneurial journey today with you as the audience. My guest today is Justin Camper. He is the owner at Justin Camper. Law LLC. The firm is dedicated to providing affordable, high-quality legal services to business owners within the state of Indiana. Justin is the lead attorney who is a small business attorney that focuses on making sure small businesses are legally protected and grow well. He currently resides in Hammond, Indiana. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to to have you on here today. I know we connected, uh, I believe it was about last month uh, this time and and would love to obviously get to know you a little bit better and to have our audience. We haven't had anyone in the legal space that is currently practicing on this podcast. And I was just at at an event last week where we were talking about some of these things and it's so important. So I'm excited to, to get to know you a little bit better and learn a little bit more about what you do. So for the audience, we like to compare the entrepreneur journey of our guests to that of the beer brewing process and we came up with the name Brewer. so we like to go through a series and an outline for the show starting with the history obviously with great beer every beer has a reason behind why it's getting brewed so Justin if you can fill us in starting with where things are at right now in the firm on what it is that you all do who you service and then work your way back to obviously where you're at right now yeah so um yeah, thank you so much for the introduction as well. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, so my firm is a small business uh, legal services law firm. Uh, we're based out of Northwest Indiana, which is like the edge of Illinois and Indiana. So we're, we're called Chicago Land Area. Um, and so I, I, make, I focus on small business legal services. I started off with uh, just doing, you know, trademarks and uh, copyrights, things like that. And then I got caught up into a litigation case. Um, I was an up and coming attorney and it was an appeals and I just decided to take it and I ended up winning. Um, and it was a, it was a great exposure for the law firm. And so, yeah, right now we're uh, full service. Anything you need as far as legal services goes within the state of Indiana uh, from starting your business to, you know, fighting for your business in court. Um, and we begin to, uh, to actually selling and, you know, if you want to sell or buy a business, we help people with that, that process as well. 
That's amazing. So obviously it sounds like uh, something that a lot of entrepreneurs go through where you start out in one aspect of business and then the market actually dictates other opportunities for you. So walk us through kind of that process. Obviously it sounds like you were pulled into a situation that created more opportunities, but what was like, what was that like for you being able to pivot and cater to your clients and be able to offer more services? Yeah, it, it was definitely tough. It was not easy. Uh, I wanted to, uh, when I started my law firm, you know, I wanted to be simple. I, I wanted to choose something that I felt like I was good at. I felt like it was really giving people advice. And uh, I had a lot of law, uh, a lot of friends and just people in general who were reaching out to me to start LLCs, to help with some basic, uh, you know, legal services, contracts, and trademarks. So I was like, okay, great. I want to do that. But when this guy called me, I mean, he called me persistently. I mean, it was almost like every month because nobody would take his case. Uh, <laughs> and uh, because he was fighting the city, we were actually fighting uh, up against the city uh, in Indiana. It was actually against uh, the Gary Housing Authority um, in, in the state of Indiana. And um, nobody wanted to go up against the government, whether it was because they had ties to the government or because they just, um, they want to want the smoke, you know, and I was an up and coming attorney. I'm like, you know what, listen, I need this. I need this client, you know, things business was slow and a guy was so persistent because he couldn't find anybody. And I just took the case and it was tough. I mean, you know, it was a lot of tough. I had to ask for some help. I had uh, some law students help me uh, with some research. Um, it was, it was tough. I spent, um, I want to say probably like, two weeks. I mean, I worked on it for months, but I spent like two weeks where that was like my nine to five. I worked on it from day to night. Um, it was with the court of appeals. That was something totally new for me. Um, and so months later when it came back that we won, I was like ecstatic and, and, and it began to circulate. Oh, Hey, you want to fight against the city? Uh, call Justin. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that created a lot of buzz. And, and obviously, as we like to talk about in the digital marketing space, you know, the you can't replace the word of mouth, the referrals, your best customers are always going to come from people that refer you that have had experience and can show that. So I love hearing that. I'm sure we'll get into kind of that transition and the evolution of your firm here in a little bit. But walk us through what you were doing before you opened up your practice. Yes, yeah, so I worked at a couple different uh, law firms. I actually was a, a prosecutor. I was a prosecutor in Lake County. Um, I said uh, Crown Point, Indiana, still Northwest Indiana. And uh, so I had a long journey. And I always, from before law school, I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. That was always my goal. It wasn't always my goal to be a law firm owner. It was actually my goal to be, you know, work for a uh, nonprofit government organization, that was my goal for the longest of time. And then when I worked for a nonprofit or in the government organization, I didn't like it as much. And then uh, my goal shifted to, well, hey, maybe I should work for a small law firm. And I worked for a small firm and I didn't like it as much. And then it kind of landed me to where I was like, I was, I felt like I was actually forced to uh, start my own business. I was working for a small law firm. I was bringing in customers. And the customers I was bringing was actually paying me because the guy that I was working with didn't really want to pay me much. So it was like, 
I might as well just start my own thing and getting paid directly than working with you. Uh, and I was, it was really almost like a temporary thing. I was like, well, I'm going to start my law firm temporarily just to kind of keep things going. And then eventually I'm hopefully I'll find this dream job that I really want. And then I got caught up into cases and I started enjoying it. I'm just, I'm kind of an entrepreneur at heart. I didn't know it at the time, but um, that's how I kind of got caught up into starting my own business. Love it. Yeah. I think a lot of us entrepreneurs, we end up, you know, I'm, I'm in a pretty similar boat to where I didn't know what I wanted to do or how I was going to do it. I knew that I had a skill set of digital marketing and I was tired of working for someone else. Similar to what you're saying is like, if you're the one that is in charge of bringing in all that business and your, your livelihood revives around that, why would you not just go create your own thing? And so I think a lot of us entrepreneurs obviously have that in common. So appreciate you getting into that. And we'll dive into it a little bit more here, starting out with the ingredients. So obviously with great beer, they come from great ingredients. So in your entrepreneurial journey thus far, what are three things that have made you successful? Oh, uh, man, uh, I would say, um, definitely persistence. I'm sure everybody says that on this podcast, but I've, I face so many different hurdles, um, because, you know, for my business in particular, I have to do the work, right? I have to, I have to provide a service. It's not just, I'm selling a product, you know, so I had, to, I had a learning curve, right? I don't have, you know, 30 years of experience as an attorney. So I had a huge learning curve. Um, I also don't come from money. So I didn't, it was like I had a whole lot of money when I started my law firm. Uh, and then of course, just constant obstacles, obstacles where a judge gets mad at you or you have a bad client or you have a slow month and, you know, just constant obstacles. So I would say number one is persistence. I would say number two is just really having a very clear vision. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And I, I think, uh, and then granted, it changed some things, some parts of it changed, but I knew I kind of had a very solid, where I started, I had a pretty solid vision. Uh, I based it off of what I felt my purpose in life was in general. And then I said, okay, what are my skill sets and what do I really want to focus on? I felt like after doing my research and listening to other podcasts and you know, listening to other people, I realized that you need to kind of find a niche. And so I said, okay, I'm going to focus on businesses, right? And a lot of people would straight away, and I had a lot of reasons to not do that, but I said, I want to focus on business law. We get good at that, and I'm going to kind of hone in on that. And I did not, do do some areas of law that are not business, but my main focus has been business. And I think that was a good a good call on my end. It really brought in customers, not even from Indiana, but from all across the country and I couldn't, I had to turn away the case. I couldn't take it, but it was like, Oh man, you're the only person I saw that was like small business lawyer. Like you, you speak so much to what we're trying to do, but I couldn't take their case cause I'm not in their state. And I, I guess, uh, number three would be, uh, I, I would say just, you know, really finding a niche. I think not being too distracted. And I, I still kind of struggle with this cause I, I like, Oh, I, I should join. I do this. I should do that. I think, really honing in on, you know, one thing and, or, you know, really focusing and then kind of expanding as you go is, is the way to go. I don't think people try to start out doing everything. It's just, I never see them, you know, at the heights of their success. I feel like they're always drained, overwhelmed. There's like a limit to 
like a ceiling to how far they grow. But the people that start out small, they get become experts at what they're good at, you know, at the thing that they're focusing on, and they build and they add on later, they seem to be doing really great. Yeah, I love it. I think uh, I've heard this multiple times before, but one, it's the, the shiny object syndrome that us as entrepreneurs and visionaries always get. But the, the saying that I've heard is make your main thing the main thing. And so often what we try to do is we try to go after the entire sea or ocean of opportunity versus just playing in a pond or a lake in, you know, the revenue, all of the numbers of growing the business and all those things are great. But if you lose your sanity and you're not happy with where <laughs> you're at, it's really not worth it. Right. And so I think being persistent is always of the utmost importance, getting clear on your purpose, which then ties into your overall ideal client. If you don't have those things, you're going to build a business off of a faulty foundation. You're going to be chasing every type of person that comes in your door. But I think it speaks volumes to who you are because you started creating, you know, obviously buzz and, and you have all this stuff coming in. So it gives you the validation that, hey, you're on the right path but not everybody's going to be your client, whether you can't do business in a certain state or as you mentioned, we've all been there where we've taken on clients that are just a pain and you're never going to be able to completely eliminate that. But if you can reduce that, that's where you'll extremely be able to grow. So, so I love uh, diving into all those things. I think those are three phenomenal ingredients as we transition through the entire beer brewing process. So obviously great beer, entrepreneurship, all this stuff doesn't happen overnight. I know you talked about a key pivotal moment in your business where you started to obviously grow and and take on more opportunities, but talk to us about some of those ups and downs of the journey, maybe early on and kind of where you're at right now. Yeah. I mean, I I think there's a lot of ups and downs, you know, uh, losing a case, that's probably the biggest one. I mean, I don't lose them often, but when they do, I, I'm, I'm a winner and I, I like to win and I put a lot into my cases and that was definitely a big, you know, a big down, you know, um, and especially because the client invested so much money uh, into the case and, you know, that, that was, it was a big hurdle. Um, we're, we're now feeling, we're in the process of filling that case, um, but it, it was, it's tough. It's tough. Um, you know, we want to, as experts, be able to judge how a case should go and how we think, you know, and just, man, when you don't get it on a, on a mark, sometimes those are tough. I would say also just, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a, a good story or a good scenario, but I mean, it, it's just so many times where it is a new obstacle comes right. Where, you know, you have, you know, expenses that they're raised up or, you know, um, you know, someone that a staff member that you, you know you like, you know they just they just kind of drop off. Now you got to rehire, blah blah. Just so many different obstacles. I would say probably my biggest high though was my one my jury trial, and that was like, you know, such a huge thing for us because I felt like the other side was being so unfair. The judge was being unfair. Um, it was revolving around a dog and, and some people, I don't know if you're a dog person or not, but some people are super sensitive about dogs. And, uh, you know, I feel like the judge had a bias, the, the, um, the, uh, the opposing counsel had a bias and, you know, it was really hard. It was really hard trying to judge that, but really 
at the end, being able to make those closing arguments and win that case for that guy. I mean, he was literally in tears, crying, you know, uh, as I was giving my closing argument. And then when he won, it was just like, it was such a big victory. So that was probably my biggest of my career so far. Amazing. I think uh, kind of to summarize what what I heard from what you said is you, you keep bringing up obstacles, but you're not just bringing up the obstacles. You're also bringing up the solution. And right. the best entrepreneurs are not the ones that just identify the obstacles, but they're the ones that find a solution to the problem. Right. Problems Absolutely. and problem solvers are the ones that make the money. So I can <laughs> see it and hear it in your in your voice that like you it's it's not that you love obstacles but you love what comes out on the other side yes and so that yes. that's really cool to hear because i think people get into entrepreneurship for a variety of different reasons right and everybody's background and, and why and purpose is a little bit different but the ones that stick it out time and time again that can get knocked to the ground and come back up 10 times better are the ones that are like, yes, I'm, I don't know what can happen today because you can only control what you can control, but I'm ready. I'm ready for what's going to come across my desk and I'm ready to go find and, and, and solve that problem. So I love that. The, uh, the next thing that we like to get into is the fermentation and conditioning. So within the beer brewing process, this is where, you know, we have a couple of, of trials of beer and we're waiting to see what the final result tastes like. But we know that there's just a little bit more that needs to be changed in order to make it that much better. So if you had one lesson that you've learned that you would be able to share with an entrepreneur looking to save them years worth of mistakes, what would that lesson be? Ooh, one lesson. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a big one. Um, man, that's, that's really tough. Um, I would say you have a great team working with you. Um, you know, I work with uh, different marketing companies, you know, and some people are just straight scam artists. You know, when you find a good marketing company, keep them. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> um, I would say I spent so much on, you know, uh, you know, scam artists, marketing companies. Um, I spent so much on uh, people, you know, I hired to help me research and they just like, you know what, it's just too much. I'm, I'm done. You know, um, but when I found, some good people. It's like, you're nothing without your team. You're I, like, I'm sure, you know, you probably talked about on this podcast, like the E-Myth, you know, where entrepreneurs feel like, I gotta do everything, I gotta do everything, I gotta do everything. It's like, no, you do not have to do everything. I, I'm trying to even expand my, my horizon, you know, beyond lawyering, right, where I'm actually managing, you know, and you have to get out of yourself. You cannot be the bottleneck of your law of your business, wherever, wherever that business is. And so you have to find a good team. I know people say costs, I can say money. It's that's the biggest ROI for any business. I think is having a great solid team to help you from the beginning of your process. In there. Man, I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I've talked about this on other podcasts as well as this one is like the biggest, our biggest growth of the last year and a half in our business has been from the team. I yeah. went from building websites myself and doing all the SEO and doing all the paid ads right. and you can only do so much and you can only help your clients so much. You know, everybody 
for me with my personal brand, people come to us now and they're like, I want to do business with Adam. I sell my team more than I sell myself because yeah. they're, they're the heart and the soul of this thing. And they're the ones that are, that are better at that specific task, that specific service versus at this point, I'm kind of a generalist. I know how to do a little bit of everything, but my main focus in my main job right now is to be the CEO of our company. Mm -hmm. And when you become the bottleneck, when you try to get into someone else's job, it's really twofold. One, you're already paying, whether it's a, a, a full-time team member or you're paying right. another company to do something, you're basically double backing on resources, whether that's right. time, money, energy, or all of the above. But two, you're, you're not in the nuts and bolts of it on the day-to-day -day basis. So you, I mean, I love that you talk about that. I think it's such an under talked about thing everybody wants team members but mm -hmm. what they don't get clear on is the impact that those team members have to your overarching success in business so great points there mm -hmm. the last thing that we'll walk through in the entrepreneur process is the distribution so within the beer market that's obviously taking the beer to market going and selling it marketing it what have you so talk to us about what's next for you, what's next for the firm and what we can expect to, to see on the horizon. Yeah. So, you know, my end goal is to be a franchise style law firm. Um, and I want to be in like five major cities where, um, you know, camper law firm is something, you know, to go to for specific areas of law. And I want to focus on uh, small business entertainment and real estate. Um, and so I'm taking it one step at a time by focusing on business. I do a little bit of real estate every now and then. Uh, but that's what I really want to do. Uh, you know, my purpose in life is to empower people to succeed. I love, I don't like just giving people stuff. I love, I want to empower you and give you the tools to succeed. And I feel like, uh, with businesses, they need those tools. They need a good lawyer, but artists, they need good lawyers. Um, people who are, you know, in the real estate industry and, and, Artists and business owners, I deal a lot with real estate, so it just makes sense to add that on. But uh, that's actually my end goal. And I really want to get out of being the bottleneck of my business and really actually, you know, work with the lawyers and be a manager or even hire a manager. Eventually, that's that's actually the trajectory that I'm on. I actually have hired, uh, you know, worked with some uh, lawyers that actually have way more experience than I you know, more years and under, uh, than me. Uh, and at first I was a little intimidated, but then I was like, no, I can use this, uh, to help, you know, with my clients and, uh, the work that comes out of my law firm is well beyond what I would have done on my own. So I really want to focus on really, you know, gather, gathering the right team, understanding how it works, you know, uh, come up with the right system, and then taking that same system and putting it in another city, another city, another city, and really just really helping business owners across the country. I love it. No doubt that you're going to accomplish all that stuff and excited to, to continue to follow your journey and see you, you know, take those strides and grow the business and grow the team and everything there. Before we finish up today, Justin, any last pieces of advice that you have for our audience that you would like to leave them with? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, don't give up. Uh, I know that's like forever spoken about and everybody talks about motivation, motivation, this, motivation, that. But you're not going to figure it out, right? If, you, if you're, you're not going to figure it out right away. 
You know, that's what I'm trying to say. You're not going to figure out right away. You're going to make a ton of mistakes. You're going to lose money. Just just get it out. <laughs> you're going to invest in something and it's going to go wrong. Uh, you're going to make a ton of mistakes. There are going to be people that doubt you. There, it's going to be so many things that's going to happen. Don't take that as a sign as you're just something wrong with you. It just, you got to refine your system. And I would say, don't give up. I mean, I've had so many moments in my, in my business where that just, just telling myself, don't give up. Like, just don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And uh, uh, something came around the point. Like, oh, I got to break through here. I got to break through there. And even if you got to do a part-time, full-time, whatever you got to do, just don't give up on it. You can refine it, change it, rework it. Um, but don't give up on it. Don't give up on your dream. Um, just know that, you know, with enough time and enough uh, focus and attention and mentorship and the right team, you can get your goal. Love it, man. That's a great way to end this episode for the audience. Definitely don't give up. Justin provided some incredible content, some nuggets, some piece of advice for you today. And right now we're going to find out where we can learn more about Justin, stay connected online. So Justin, where can people find you, whether it's a website, social links, et cetera? Yeah. So pretty much everything is Justin Camper Law. Um, so just justincamperlaw.com website. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube channel, um, at Justin Capital Law, and uh, I'm actually working on a podcast. I'm building up a small business Saturday podcast. Where, uh, a group of lawyers we get together and we kind of analyze the news and give our legal takes on different things. So, yeah, Justin Capital Law. If you Google that, um, you should be, I come up and you should be able to find me on a lot of different platforms. Awesome. We'll have all that in the show notes as well for the audience. So that way they can stay in touch with you, learn more about what you're doing and, and keep up to date with all the amazing things. So Justin, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much, Adam, for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I want to thank you again to the audience for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download and share our content. Leaving a five star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Hafco Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start or grow your current podcast, then you seriously need to come check out what they have going on. We'll see you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born. They are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs who are born to prove. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast.